Hello and good morning. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We have the inventors, the gentlemen from CCT, Consumer Convenience Technologies, talking about invention today. I love hearing from entrepreneurs, as you know, and most of all, and and you'll hear all this in the uh, interview, but I love perseverance. It is such an underestimated quality. So many people think that when it comes to starting a business, that it's a matter of you have an idea, you implement said idea or put a product into the market, and then you you know see if it works or not. And a lot of people just don't realize how much failure comes with success. And so these guys will, will talk about the years they spent trying to launch these easy caps, easy lids, lids that are... Uh, 50, up to 50% easier to remove from a jar, glass jar, pasta sauce jar, than uh, previous iterations or, you know, standard spaghetti sauce jar lids. So anyway, uh, you're going to love this interview, I think. Um, listen, I, I've got to do a couple of really awkward minutes here because I'm going to do something that I don't know to be confirmed at this point, but I, I received word late yesterday afternoon that Radio 95.1 had fired Jeff and Rizzo, or at least laid them off, I guess. Maybe not fired. Let them go, either way. And uh, I don't know for sure if that's true or not. Uh, I heard it from a very credible source, but again, I didn't see anything with my own two eyes. So if it's not true, disregard the next few minutes. <laughs> if it is true, um, I mean, <laughs> first of all, I actually thought they were pretty good at radio, but you just... It's just the thing. Again, if you go back and listen to my podcast, every time I've talked about radio and what I think my old management team gets wrong, it's the same damn thing over and over. You have got to get people on the air who are over with the audience. I'll put it in better plain language. In a, in a city like Rochester, this size city, Right? It's a small big city or a big small city, whichever way you want to look at it. But it's a small, sizable market. Uh, you have, and also in the state that radio's in right now, very niche content, right? Million different slices of the pie to go around. Not like the old days. The only chance you stand at this point is to put people on the radio who are already beloved by the local Rochester audience. That's it. That's the only chance you have. And unfortunately, my previous management appears to, and in my experience when I was there, I saw this to be true, and I'll tell you, it's still my experience watching from afar for the last few years with the moves that have been made. They still don't know who is and who isn't beloved by local audiences. They still just don't have a firm grasp on who those people are, and they just continue to push the wrong people to the front, and it is is tough and awkward to see and man oh man you know you make a mistake once it is what it is you make a mistake twice or what's the saying three times shame on you at this point you've made the same mistake over and over and over radio skill does not matter what matters does that audience love you and it's not the old radio days you don't have a lot of time to get somebody on the radio and turn them into somebody who's loved. They have to be already loved or at least respected. At least respected. That's, that's how you got to do it, and they just, they just won't do that. They just 
time and time again have proven they will go with their own personal opinions or whatever it is that exists within their own bubble over what the masses actually think and want, and it is doing damage. It's doing damage. Okay. All right. That's it. That's my whole intro. Thank you for for listening. I hope you enjoy this interview with the gentleman Jim and Brandon Bach from CCT, and then, of course, old sales legend John Ryder. Thanks so much. Enjoy. Okay, my goodness, the Bach boys at my freaking joint at Craft Cannery, live and in person. Good to see you guys. Jim and Brandon Bach are here, the creators of the Easy Cap. Dude, how often? You've been to Rochester a lot in the last, like... We've been here several times. Uh, when did we first meet? About a year ago? Uh, it's probably been a year, yeah. So you yeah. guys have been here probably a half a dozen times at, at least. At least a half a dozen, yeah. Yes. So this these people are loving these caps. Oh, that's great. It's getting a lot of traction. People are like thanking me left and right for, you know, thinking of our elderly that's and the right. arthritis. And by the way, people keep on thanking me saying, oh, the elderly and the people with arthritis. And I keep on saying, hey, I'm built like an offensive lineman and sometimes I can't get the cap off. Correct. I have <laughs> lids that I can't get off. Yes. So it's yeah. not just for... Just for those certain groups. Right. Yeah. Anybody yeah. Can, can use the lid. You, yeah. don't, you don't have to use the button to get it off, but if you need it, the button's there for your yeah. advantage to release that vacuum. So, so people keep thanking me, and I want you to know I take full credit uh, for well, this. I want you to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I always mention you. I always go, no, no, listen, I just, you know, yeah. I just put it on the, the the guys that invented it. And I always, I love right. talking about you like you're, because you, you're an inventor. You literally invented this well, thing. Well, we've been here so much, we feel like family. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. You know. Okay. All right. Let's go back. You know, I love to do my interviews in, in chronological order. So I want to go way back. Okay. Where did you actually grow up? Um, I actually uh, grew up in the uh, Hillsboro, Ohio area. Okay. Uh, it's kind of lower Ohio, you know. Yeah, yeah. Southern Ohio. I'm northern yeah. Ohio, but yeah. we're still we still got that, you know. Yeah. The, we, we you know, we're kinfolk. I right. Like to think of it that way. Yeah. Okay, so um, so you grew up, and I know that you you know that you've so let let's go through the whole history. What would you have told me you were going to be when you grew up? Probably a uh, construction guy building houses. Okay. And then what happens like after high school? Do you go to college? Do you go right into something? Um, no, actually, uh, you know, I did build houses for a while. Okay. Uh, as you know, I was employed. I wasn't the actual general contractor. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I worked on them. Um, and then actually, I wound up uh, to kind of help me in this field right now. Worked at a company where I actually run different types of equipment, machining parts. Do you, so, when you drive around town, do you point at the houses you worked on and say, uh, oh, houses, I buildings, built that house, yes. built that house, built that house? Yeah. Do you do that? 
Gonna, I, yeah. yeah, I love driving around with contractors right. now. <laughs> they always go, so, wait, 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 wait. See that chimney? Right. I laid that brick. Like, I always like, yeah. love that. Um, okay, so you, you, uh, you, you're working on houses and stuff. What are you aspiring? Are you happy at that time in life, or are you, like, aspiring for more? Um, always inspiring for more. Yeah, yeah. What comes yeah. after that? Um, actually, uh, went into, actually, uh, commercial construction. Uh, building industrial warehouses all across the United States from California to Florida, mm-hmm. uh, even into the New York area, you know. Yeah. Um, and then from that, you know, um, I, uh, my uh, wife's sister, her husband, you know, he was kind of in the uh, beer and beverage world uh, making products for the beer and beverage. Um, he actually makes the top of the beer can, uh, his company does. And uh, he and I got together, you know, uh, one evening and was talking about, you know, how can we make these lids easier for people to get off, especially the person that contacted him, you know, at a party and said, hey, you know, I've had some difficulty because of some treatment I've had. I cannot twist these jars off. He says, you guys are smart. Can't you figure it out? So that's what started. So was this the purpose of you meeting with him that night, or or did you, or were you just getting together anyway? No, we were just getting together anyway. And we you just, just you're shooting the shit, and like you're like, shit, hey, yeah. hey, what about these caps? Yeah, maybe we know, could do something about these. He caps. liked me. I liked him. You know, yeah. we got together and said, he, he says, you you want to you want to try this? You want to try and make this thing work? I said, sure, let's do it. So, what was the original like that night? What would you have told me the idea was? It was going to be beer can lids, or no? It was going to be the push button. It was, it was always good. So what it is today is kind of like even that night was right. already what you had. And yeah. wow, so you really – so how many years ago was that, that night? Um, it's probably been 10 years now. Wow. Wow. 10 years now. Well, I mean, so you, you spent your whole life in construction then essentially. Pretty yeah, much, so you yeah. you did that forever. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, uh, can I go to construction just for a second before sure. we get to the easy cap? Uh, yesterday I was at Oak Hill, and they've got the PGA Championship coming mm-hmm. to Oak Hill Country Club. And they're all out there doing the construction. And I talked to one of the guys, and I said, geez, I'm so sorry you know, about Rochester. Because they come in from out of town, these yeah. guys. So I'm so sorry about Rochester. You know, it's so cold here. And the guy said, no, this is perfect weather. He says, we don't like it to be freezing, but we also – hot is terrible. Right. Is that right? Is You want, like, 50, 40s, 50s, 60s? It's depending on what you're doing, yeah. I mean, if you're pouring concrete, you don't want it real cold, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anything else, yeah, you want it. You don't want 80, though, right? No. No, you don't no want 80. 80. No. <laughs> okay, so, all right. So you have the night. You have the brainstorm moment. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, I'm going to go make these caps. What, how do you even, like, start? Like, what's the first step to actually creating these caps? Well, you actually, you know, you come up and uh, think about how you want it to open, you know. And um, we, we kind of had a concept that we had come up with. So, you know, you, you put it on paper, you know, and mm-hmm. then you try to make it uh, on paper. And then uh, you try again when it just fails and you keep trying over and over again, you know, making new tools, new designs, you know, I, I love this because this is an entrepreneurial lesson because I think people have no idea how hard it is to be successful. And I think people have no I, I think a, a many people don't understand how much failure comes with success. There's a lot of failure. How many times would you say you failed before you got to one where you were like, ooh, ooh, I think we got it? Well, we made over 40 different score tools wow. before we found one that would work. That's um, a lot of determination. A lot of determination, like, yes. I mean, that's it would have been did it ever occur to you to give up? And no. Say, eh. No. No. Wow. No. That's great. That's yeah, really it, great passion and perseverance. It's, so you made when you say you made 40 tools, remember I don't I don't speak man. I don't know what it means. <laughs> you had to make specific tools 
to make the caps. We made a new, different tool, a different score, maybe different geometry, different angle, uh-huh. different height. We even maybe made two two score tools to do one process, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and then even then, which one do you do first? We found out through the process that we needed to do number two as number one, you know, and vice versa to make it work because it created issues. Yeah. So So, how long would you say from, from prototype number one to, to, you said it was 40, oh, you had to make 40 tools, not 40 Right. I mean, we were probably eight years. We are probably eight years. Eight years. Doing that. Yeah. Of, so you essentially, for lack of a better term, failed for eight years. Yes. Until you said, bingo, we got it. Right. Wow. Did you work construction that whole time or were you like no, retired by this that? This was full time. This was full time. Full time. Holy mo- What a leap, by the way. I mean, you 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 just, you say, I'm just going to go into this full time and right. I'm just going to for eight years work yeah. on this thing that there had to be some tough times in there. Oh, there, there was. Yeah. I mean, you just, sometimes you just wonder, you know, can, can we make this work? But then you just kind of get this faith, Yeah. you know, and you get... It's a lot of highs and lows. Oh, yeah. You know, it seems like one day you take six steps forward, the next day you're taking three steps backwards. But you hope by the end of the week it's on a positive. And by the way, the the, uh, the highs and lows aren't gone, right? That's still – because now you're in sales mode on the thing. Right, yeah. And you're still going to see the highs and lows. That's just going to last forever from what I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when you – what was it like the day you finally cracked the code, you had one, and it worked? Were you like, oh, was that party time or what? Yeah, it was it was party time. You know, we, we kind of took a lid and, you know, we kind of had everybody sign it. You know, this is the one and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so where, did, where is that lid now? Uh, it's it's in the office, you know. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. OK, so first for, for a moment, can we pass the mic over to your sure. son, Brandon Bach, who's here as well. Hello. Uh, Brandon, you're, let's go into your background a little bit. Sure, so absolutely. while dad's working in construction. You were in uh, like events and audio and, and, and stuff like that. Tell, tell me about that background. Uh, yeah, so uh, growing up, I always loved um, making movies. We had a VHS camcorder. We lived, you know, out in the country. So it was my sister and I making, you know, Attack of the Killer Lambs and, you know, whatever <laughs> movie we did. Uh, and then actually our high school, we actually had a TV station. So for four years, I had my own TV show. Cool. I was operated and ran by the students. What you was know, the show about? Uh, it was Tiger Talk. So I went to McLean, uh, Greenfield McLean and our mascot was a tiger so we did like a you know a, a weekly sports show talking to different athletes nice. in the sports and giving updates we'd usually get in a lot of trouble because by the end of the show it just turned into a you know a train wreck <laughs> and we're just having fun but yeah. uh, you know that really sparked my interest in in the in tv and video and so i went to uh went to college got a degree in communication with a, a minor in business uh and while in college uh i actually wanted to be an editor I interned with Wendy's International at their corporate facilities for two years, uh, uh, editing, working on corporate videos for them. Uh, And then actually uh, they put on a a quarterly event. Uh, And so I said, yeah, I'll help out with that. And then through that got into the the live event staging world. So then, you know, I would go uh, imagine a concert that you go to, you know, any of your favorite artists, whatever, all the audio, video, lighting, all of that. That's what I did. But in the corporate world, uh, traveled the world for that, uh, uh, basically three to four months a week, or I'm sorry, three to four weeks a month uh, that I traveled. Uh, so I did that for 20 years and just got to a point. You see my, you see my hair. I got a lot of gray hair now. I did definitely, uh, I needed a break from it. And so uh, at that 
point, uh, Jim and Pete were at a, 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 a good position uh, in the R&D phase that, that gave me an opportunity to step in and help. When your dad first told you, hey, I'm, you know I'm going to leave construction. Mm-hmm. I'm going full-time into this cap thing. It, it, what did you think? Uh, I was all for it. I was Supportive. excited. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, again, with, with Pete's other uh, company and, and saw what he did with the beer and beverage lid and the market uh, that he was able to obtain, you know, in the U.S. and the world. Uh, and then when you just sit and think about it, you have the opportunity and the possibility to help people mm-hmm. uh, because we can all sit and look, at, you know, in our, in our own lives, our own families, and, and think of someone that could benefit from this type of uh, 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 easy opening jar lid to help yeah. make their life easier. Uh, it was a no brainer. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this too, cause I, I do do a lot of charity work mm-hmm. in Rochester and, um, and there are a lot of charities for children, mm-hmm. right? It's a lot of charities for animals and pets mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's not as easy to find not that there's not sympathy for the elderly, but it's less easy to find a charity or somebody that sometimes they're forgotten about. Yeah. And I actually recently joined the St. Anne's oh, board okay. in nice. town, which is yeah. a nursing home and, and assisted living mm-hmm. and all that in Rochester. And it's because of that. I've obviously got this connection to my grandfather, mm-hmm. my mother with the arthritis. Yeah. And, and um, I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to help a segment of people that doesn't get help a lot. Yeah. And I don't think, it's often talked about how difficult it can be for somebody who maybe, and I, and I don't want to just mm-hmm. pick on the elderly, mm-hmm. if you will, but, you know, maybe they, they live at home. They're alone. They want to open up the jar of pickles, and they can't do it. Or, or, or I guess I'm terrible at marketing. The jar of sauce, sure. and they Anything, can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I mean. And they can't do it, and how frustrating mm-hmm. that must be. Their independence, independence is being taken away. Yeah. When, you know, and ultimately, we're all hopefully going to get to that point one day where we're going to be considered elderly. Yeah. And I'm just hoping when that time comes that, you know, that, that there are products and, and, and things available for me to, to, to be on my own or, or for my wife and I to, to live as long as we yeah. can, uh, you know, uh, and doing the things that we want to do and not needing to ask for some extra help, whether it's opening a jar or, you know, no matter what it is. So Brandon, during the eight years that your father is like, is trying over and over and over, was there never a time in those eight years where you were like, Hey dad, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's not going to work. Uh, absolutely. But in the sense of, because I didn't understand what it actually took to make a lid. When yeah. you look at it, you're like, Oh, it's just a lid. That's simple. Make it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I love but the geometry. Famous last the, words. Yeah. Oh, that must be yeah, easy. Yeah. You know, the, the specifications that you have to, you know, adhere to uh, just to make the lid itself. And then on top of that, add our uh, push button technology onto the lid. Yeah. So it was kind of a twofold thing where, you know, you got to make sure the lid is uh, uh, within spec and, and approved by, you know, we worked with Cornell University uh, to make sure that the lid was approved, uh, safe. Uh, you know, and, and its performance and everything. So, you know, that side of it, but then also then working on, on the push button technology and making sure that it functions and operates the way that we want to, uh, you know, uh, make sure that it's opening at, at the appropriate poundage that we set for that. Uh, now, the, the way that his uh, mind works, mm-hmm. does your mind work the same way? Or, I mean, do you know the nitty gritty details of how this thing is, gets built? Uh, I, I am definitely not at the level of Jim uh, and yeah. his knowledge, but 
um, yes, being involved in it daily. Uh, and like I said, when, when I started, I, uh, uh, for example, you know, we would we would make the lid, we would put the push button technology on it. Now we need to see how it performs, how it works. You know, what is the poundage that it opens? Does it does the safety ring pull down when the vacuum? You know, what poundage or what pressure is that? So to try and and see, you know, the FEA computer models, okay, this lid should perform at this level, but how do you truly understand that? So I was able to bring a uh, camera, my camera or video background in and, and set up several cameras. So then once we were done performing that task, we could go back slow and put the video in slow motion to see what happens each frame to, to okay, are we cooperating what this, the, the computer model said that this would do or is something else happening? And then we'd have to figure out, okay, why is that difference to then fix it, to get it to then, you know, to where we want it to perform. So that, that side of it fascinates me. Um, yeah. I like one of my favorite shows, I don't know if it's actually still on, but it's how it's made. Yeah, you yeah. know, you can watch, oh, how's the jelly bean made? You know, forget the jelly bean. Look at the the, the equipment that's making yeah. that jelly bean and transferring it and things. So yeah, I've always been fascinated with with you know the mechanical side of it as well. And what is your memory of that night when finally you had it, you nailed it? Relief, yeah. uh, you know, because you have been pushing and trying so hard, and um, yeah, it was, it was more of just okay. You know, yeah. we finally found the sweet spot. Party time. Yeah. And, you know, and, and now, you know, and, it, and at that moment, it was like, okay, now game on. Yeah. You know, now there's nothing that's going to stop us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we just, you know, because at the end of the day, you get motivation from the people you're trying to help. I mean, just like you, my mother was, uh, is actually going, starting to go through the arthritis uh, 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 things and whatnot. So, you know, to wake up every morning and go, you know what? I did something to help my mom. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. or to help yeah. my dad or my grandma or my grandpa or, or anyone. I mean, you know, th even through our, our research, we found that, you know, in the U.S., there's 19% of the population that has a disability. There's another 15% that's 65 and older, and that number is growing exponentially every year for the next five to seven years. Uh, but on top of that, through our research with consumer studies and testing, we've actually found that there's 15% of the population that just struggles. They don't have the grip strength. You know, I, I, do, I don't fall into the elderly or... Or, or, uh, or, or having a disability, but playing football growing up, I broke my hand. You asked me to open a jar today, it's very difficult. Oh, really? I didn't realize. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm right-hand dominant, and so for me to try to open a jar with my right hand, my wife would be like, hey, I didn't open this jar. Uh, can you get something out of the cabinet so I can turn around and, you know, struggle myself? Yeah. You know, I mean, it, that sh it shouldn't be that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, let's pass the mic back over to Jim. So, Jim, so now it works. Right. right. Party right. time's over. Now right. you got to go back to work. Because the great thing about the end of that eight years is that it, it means you just get now to start. Now you right. start working. Right. <laughs> but now it's a new case. Isn't that funny? The payoff after the eight years is, yeah. okay, great. Now you get to start over. Correct. Now, it's, now you're flipping. Now you got to go sell it, right? Sell Convince it, yeah. the world. Right. What was that like? Because you, now you did construction, you've invented the cap, but I didn't hear anything in your background about selling. So what was that like? Well, uh, my background you know, in construction, I was actually a uh, uh, senior estimator. So we would actually oh, okay. have to so go and present a yeah. project to the client, you know. Yeah. So basically in that aspect, you know, I would walk the client through everything from the site work, clear through locking the front door when it was done. Yeah. You know, okay. so I was used to going out and presenting that way. Okay. Um, this, this trying to get someone to buy this lid something that's never been invented in the world before 
and also because it is aluminum, you know, is was very difficult and is still challenging, you know, because a lot of people, I've done this this way for X amount of years, why should we change? Which is death you know? sentence, by the way. Right. Death sentence. Anytime right. somebody says the reason that they're doing something is because that's the way they've always done it, right. that's the only reason they have to give you? Yeah. No. Yeah, they're not no. forward thinking. They're no. not, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but those are the people, honestly, that are, are beatable. You know, if you're competitive as an entrepreneur, right. you probably are. The, the people who, who are just passive about um, growing because, hey, we've always done it this way. It's right. easier to do it that yeah. way. Yeah. A lot of people don't like change. It, lots of people don't just like don't change. don't like change. So what are the next couple of steps then? You've got the cap. Now you hit the road. What do you do? What are the next couple of months like after? Um, well, you know, what, what we had to do was was to get people interested in it, show them how it works, you know, have live demonstrations, you know, take it into them mm-hmm. and show them how it works, you know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the other thing that, you know, we run into, we call it their back end, you know, is to make sure that their filling line is acceptable of the lid as well to protect them as well as protect us, you know, because we want it to work for them. We want it to get it to the, to the consumers to purchase. Yeah. Yeah. So So. what's the first steps? I mean, do you go to like to brands or to co-packers factories? I mean, it's it's kind of a, it's a, a, I call it the mommy daddy situation to where if you talk to the uh, filler, he points to the, you know, the brand owner, and he's yeah. the brand owner says, no, you got to talk to the filler. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talk to both. So you find a guy that has both. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> I can't yeah. point. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right about that thing that's that spite. It's like that Spider-Man meme. Everyone's pointing at right. themselves going, no, yeah. we got to talk to him. Right. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. It does happen quite a yeah. bit. So how many, like, so this plant obviously craft cannery you end mm-hmm. up coming out here right and and we end up you know making a deal yeah hey right. man i would love to take on your caps right right how many plants would you say you had been in prior to being out here oh that's that's a good guess i mean well i mean the first thing is actually getting them to let you in it's usually the first thing you know we, we had a lot of door closings a lot of no you know we're not interested yeah you know i don't um, even answer the phone when I answer the phone, I mean, we, we, you know, we tried to send them documentation either by snail mail. We tried email, you know, mm-hmm. um, look at our website, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, we tried sending product to them that didn't even work, you know, filled mm-hmm. product, you know. By, by the way, that's, that's part of the, the whole, like, reason I even got into co-packing was because I knew that co-packers are very hard to get a hold of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have websites and maybe phone numbers are right. posted. There's addresses. But, I mean, you will hear the story over and over and over yeah. of aspiring entrepreneurs saying, I called everyone on that co-packer list and maybe two got back to me. Right. It happens all the time. So you right. were up against that same thing. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So how many meetings did you actually get, would you say? Um, we've probably had, you know, 20, 30 meetings, you right. know. Um, of various, and probably even more than that, you know, that, that they just vary in, you know, um, their attention to what we're doing, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's, a lot of them just, like I said, just don't want to change. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of them want to wait and see how it goes in the market. Yeah. 
We have a lot of those that just want to wait and see if somebody else does it first. And nope, you did nobody. a couple case studies, right? Didn't you? Did uh, yeah. We, obviously, we did my stuff a little bit. We did right, Boyer's, right? A little chain of grocery. But you had one even before that with Darcy's or something. We like had that. a Darcy's sauce that we come up with. Um, we actually had it filled, and uh, it was actually went into Boyer's as well. Wait, you you're the Darcy sauce? Like you created Darcy sauce? We we yeah we created the Darcy. You did? Sauce. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. there was a Darcy. There is a Darcy. Oh, there is a Darcy. Okay. It's actually Pete's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. She she doesn't like. <laughs> I didn't she realize you guys created the Darcy sauce. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So we put it in the boyers, and yeah. you know it was in there. I think over twelve weeks. Nice. And it, I mean it it over doubled their sales. I mean that's it, huge. Um, yeah. And you know people ask you know how to perform. I mean we did not have one button pre-pushed in transport to the house in the grocery store we even had a semi that crashed in the winter storm went in a ditch driver was okay no product was damaged no lids burst incredible. no buttons you know pre-released yeah you know we've, we've we've tested this stuff we filled stuff in dayton ohio and shipped it to denver because mm-hmm. of the elevation difference we've filled it in denver shipped it to dayton no problems we flew it to france no problems and by the way you can't say that about the old the the normal the standard caps we can't even say that about those right yeah i mean those you know we'll get maybe one every couple hundred that where you'll get a popped lid on the shelf or something like that of the standard the old school lids right i mean you you're right that like yours are are, in fact i got an email from somebody who read our story and said like oh i got a you know a popped lid you know mm-hmm. you might want to look into this yeah and i knew immediately i went can you send me a picture and yeah. it was one of the old lids yeah it wasn't a new lid right yeah i mean right. yours have, i don't think i've had a single complaint about yours we, we were actually in another fillers facility and they they're indicating they were having some issues with the plastisol and then i give them a scenario as to why it was we check our plastisol more often than anybody else does for the viscosity because we want to make sure it's perfect going in there so yeah. that the lid seals like it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a very tight inspection schedule that we maintain on the lid as it's being yeah. produced. Well, we do we do vacuum. Now we're getting really sexy for the folks at yeah. home. We do vacuum checks here, you know. Right. And your vacuum poles or holds are are um, just as strong, if not stronger. If I remember right, right, we were getting 16s, 17s, and 18s. Yeah. Minimum for anyone to know is five, and I, I should know this if I was any right. good, five HG. Right. What is the HG? I don't even know what. It's mercury. Okay, I don't mean to put inches you on the mercury. spot. I don't know what yeah. HG is, but in, it has to be at least five HG. Yeah. And so a lot of times on the standard lids will be anywhere from seven to 12, right. maybe 15 tops. And I yeah. remember yours were between like 12 and 20. Yeah. Stronger. So that's a stronger vacuum. Right. Yeah. You. I mean, it's so, so it's, not only are you doing it, you're doing it better. It's creating a better yeah. seal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we monitor that. We do in-house testing uh, to see how the lids are performing, uh, you know, in the vacuum situation. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a bench tester that we can actually apply positive and vacuum to a jar lid. We monitor how far it's pulled down, how far it goes up once it's released. We know everything about that lid. And we track that lid. Each box, there's a lid tested out of it, and we can track it clear to it comes to your shop. That's so if awesome. you call us with a problem, we can narrow it down to what day, what hour, what minute it was ran. That's incredible tracking. 
you know, we don't, I don't even, we can't even track down to the minute here. You know, we could track down to the batch, but that's yeah. about it. That's yeah. fantastic. Well, you like, just want to, I mean, knowledge is power. So you want to have things at your fingertips when there is a problem you can, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you run into this big Italian goofball in Rochester <laughs> and you convince him he's going to take, he's going to use the lids. What's next? What are you working on next? We're uh, actually working on, um, other fillers as well. You know, we've got a lot of, we've been to some of the trade shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a lot of good interest and we're just waiting for follow ups and, you know, next steps, you know. Yeah. Uh, with Isn't that the so, game? Like, that's such the game of like, well, email yeah. me. I'd love to talk to you. Then you email and they just don't get back. To right. You. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like, you know, it depends on the person that's actually at the trade show. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I won't mention any job titles, you know, who's at the yeah. shows, but. It depends on who's there, you know, because a lot of time it goes back to the to the office and it doesn't go anywhere, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So. I know. I know. Let's give the mic back to Brandon real quick. Okay, Brandon. Yes. So now we're into the stage of sales, yep. right? So tell me about your experience then over the last couple of years of taking this thing out on the road and convincing the world to use these caps. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you the know, goods and the bads. I want to yeah. hear it all. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, absolutely. So, you know, one, you know, once we commercialize it, you know, and again, you know, throughout the, the process, you know, when we had the idea and we were, we we settled on the lid design, how it was going to function and work. We then had to uh, put in our, our production line, our technology center, uh, and we ended up starting uh, starting at the uh, during the pandemic. Uh, putting in our production line and facilities, so that took uh, a little extra time, uh, mm-hmm. just with all the the processes. And, that was and like twenty twenty. Yep, that uh, might have actually been good timing though, yeah. because you know, I mean, that was a good time to kind of be alone in a building mm-hmm. putting your machinery together. Uh, absolutely, yeah. and, and thankfully we, you know, we, we didn't have to close our doors because of, yeah. just like you said, you know, we were at, in the in the process of putting all the equipment in, so yeah. uh, it gave us time to. To get it in, to start dialing all the equipment in, uh, so now it made it easier. So now when we're going to these trade shows and talking to people, now we can actually show you the physical lid itself as opposed to just talking to you about the concept or the idea. So each step of the process as we move further uh, within this uh, project or within the ease selling the easy lid, you know, so once we got the technology center built, now we can take that to trade shows, start showing people that, you know, hot filling jars, let them experience what we consider or coin the wow factor, you know, uh, when, when you first open it and see how easy it is to remove because yeah. everyone you know when we go to trade shows we're like hey here open the standard jar first they're like no 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 i already know how that is yeah you know so let, let me have the easy lid um so you know a, as we're gaining momentum you know so we have the lid now it's making it a little bit easier to go out to these trade show these meetings you know then then we met you uh and, and again like like you and jim uh, talked earlier you know you had you're forward thinking you know you called uh, you know jim obviously inventor but we also feel that you're also got that inventor quality side uh, <laughs> to you as well because y- you right. see the need of it yeah, yeah. right you, you recognized sure. it uh, like jim stated there's a lot uh, of p- companies businesses that we talk to um that, that feel that products aren't sold uh, for convenience or, or this or that when, you know, there are convenience stores uh, where, you know, I can go buy a 12-pack of pop at, at a gas station or whatever for $10, but I can go to, you know, a grocery store and buy three for 12 So, you know, just you can buy things for convenience. So it's just trying to change people's thoughts and views because it's been done this way for so long, and, and now we're introducing a new way to make it easier. Um, 
you know, and, and we're touching with the easy lid on sustainability, inclusivity, you know, with the, the easy lid being made out of aluminum, you know, you're, you, it's more recyclable. Um, so it, it's trying to get all of that information to these fillers, co-packers, brand owners, grocery stores. Uh, and like you guys kind of uh, briefly discussed, you know, it's kind of hard to, 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 to get into those uh, businesses unless you have a relationship or, um, you know, with us being a startup, a lot of people uh, probably just dismiss us. Because, oh, you know, you guys, uh, that's why we've tried every step of the way. Uh, whenever a question or a challenge has been posed to us, we go to the leading authority in that field. Uh, for example, people were asking, you know, about the testing or, you know, does your lid work, this and that. Well, we went to Cornell University, mm -hmm. you know, the leading mm -hmm. food processing author authority in North America. Mm -hmm. They studied our lid, uh, gave us passing, uh, passing, uh, pass with flying yeah. colors, and, uh, uh, you know, from there. Um, you know, how is it going to perform in the, in the market? We went uh, to one of the top uh, consumer study groups uh, based out of Cincinnati where we had the easy lid test against standard lids with consumers. Uh, and both tests came out that 9 out of 10 prefer the easy lid over the standard lid. So whenever we, we, we do uh, get into meetings and questions are, uh, are, are posed to us or, 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 or brought up, if we don't have the answer, we'll go find it. You know, we'll prove it. Can we talk about that world of you know, you, as you mentioned, your startup, mm -hmm. right? We'll say you've been in. We'll say you've been going for two years mm -hmm. because the eight years before was just R and D, mm -hmm. right? So you've been. We'll say you've been around for two years. So you're a startup. I mean, I just did that startup competition, Grow New York, yeah. and they consider you a startup up until seven years. So that's wow. a lot. I've always heard is more like two to five, maybe years that you're still a startup. Five is kind of, but they they're saying seven. Mm -hmm. uh, have you guys? Are you the sole owners of this business, or have you? raised I don't know the entrepreneur speak right raised around a series a or anything like that brought on investors uh, I'll let Jim uh, uh, speak more to that uh, but no okay so the the other partner Pete um, he's the one that's uh, the money backer in this um, okay. so and um, so you haven't had to go out and ask we for, haven't had to go out and ask for money no that's awesome yeah that's it's, really it's, great it's been a big relief yeah yeah so yeah. it's really just the, uh, the three of you then that uh, have steak that's just fantastic. Myself and Pete. That's it. His, wow. You couldn't cut Brandon a little piece? It's your kid, man. Let's get, I'm going to work as your agent for a moment. Let's give him a little chunk. Let's get the kid. It's in the well, right? It's in the there, well. The, I mean, there, there are some uh, shares that's been given to uh, Brandon as well as uh, John okay. Ryder okay. and also my daughter. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet, too. Yeah. Is she going to get involved at some point? Or I doubt she, it. No? Okay. No, I doubt it. What does she do for a living? She's actually a teacher. Oh, okay. Great. She's a, great. She's a uh, third grade Second grade teacher. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. We don't want to take her out of that. We right. need more of that. We right. need more of that. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's fantastic. Yeah. But you. But that's also awesome that you haven't had to go out and like. Now, what about the competitions? Like I mentioned, the one that I was in, where there's grants. You know, where you're not. Well, and actually, in that case, you are giving away equity. I don't know if that's public knowledge or not. Yeah. No, it is because it's on their website. Right. Right. We had to give a small piece of equity to Cornell yeah. University right. for the Grow New York thing. Mm -hmm. um, which, of course, then I say, well, I want to go out and say Cornell University owns a piece of my business, but right. you're not really Allowed supposed to do that, to yeah. do that yeah. even though, wait, I think I might have just kind of said that. But I'm <laughs> say, but I'm also, I'm coupling it with the fact that I'm not supposed to say that. Right. So maybe I don't get sued. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, but, you, you, uh, but would you consider doing some of those competitions where there's like grants available and things like that? 
Um, like Grow New York, for example. I mean, they're open. Applications are open right now for this year. We, we'd have to think about it. You I know, know a guy that give a piece of advice or two. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I think there's a guy who could give us some good pointers on that. Yeah. I could come. You know, we. I want you to be in it because I want you guys to do a presentation, and then I come out as like a guest, uh, like a guest appearance for like yes. thirty <laughs> seconds, and I'm right. just like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we would we would think about it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it, it checks all the boxes like you were yeah. saying, Brandon. I mean, you got the sustainability factor. You've literally invented something, you've innovated, there's cust there's a customer value proposition in right. place. Right. Like I can't imagine that you don't check all the boxes that would be required to receive some sort of grant. But I guess maybe what I'm missing here is I think maybe the funding's not an issue, is what you're kind of trying to say. No, it's it's not it's not it's not a big issue. That's no. a pretty good place to be. Yeah, it that's is. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's boy. I want to know what that feels. Oh God, I looked at John. John looks like he's gonna kill me. Okay. All right. Oh God, I shouldn't have looked. At well, you know, as as the. Uh, 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 th there'll be a reimbursement of what's been spent. Let's put it that way. Okay, got it. You know. Can I talk to John Ryder for a second? Too? Sure. I mean, this guy's a freaking sales legend. This is. Are you able to be on the podcast? This, you're not yeah. in the marketing department, are you? No. You're the sales I'm just, department. I'm just just here along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, but I'm you have. Rochester, New York. I used to live in Buffalo, Orchard Park, New York. I know. I, I lived heard in about Syracuse and. You know, manliest. This is my country. But you're in Texas now because you want to yes, golf all day. That's right. You want to be able to golf in the winter, and that's so you right. went to Texas. And it's time. 73. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, and I live near seven golf courses. Oh, nice. Okay. You are like the, and I mean this is a compliment, because you always know when you say, I mean this is a compliment, that I'm about to say something that might not say. You are such like a, a great, like old school sales guy. You're just like, <laughs> you're just like beat them down numbers. What about this? What about that? What, what is your background? You've been selling your whole life or what? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. It always the grocery world? or In the grocery world. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was your longest, like, te what was the spot where you really, like, like made a name for yourself? I was CEO of a company called Metro Supermarkets. Nice. For 11 years in the Baltimore, Washington market. Okay, okay. And then I backed that up with, I worked for the Great Atlantic Pacific Tea Company, and I was president of the Midwest, and I was corporate vice president of marketing for the United States and Canada in their heyday, you My know, God. when they had 6,000 stores. So it was a lot of fun. So I got to associate with a lot of really good people. Yeah. And I went through a lot of experiences that cost a lot of money. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Goods and bads. And, uh -huh. you know, what makes it really turn on. But my life with CCT is really is that we are in a position to go to market. And that's when we, we're in a catch-22 from day one. Who started this? The manufacturer or the retailer? And that was the climb that they had the previous two or three years prior to me coming in. So we tried to close that gap. Yeah. With doing the retail stores. Yeah. With the Boyers. We had a 350% increase with the CT lid. I mean, it was magnificent. Yeah. And now we're just off a 200% increase for stores. So really what we've been focusing on is that we're really a brand and not a commodity. And we're going to market with that. Is that a pivot to think of yourselves as a brand as opposed to a commodity? Yes. It was a commodity or in the early on, and now you're saying, no, That's we're right. a brand? We're a brand because yeah. we can control our environment that way. 
and we go to market with a strategy with a lot of public relations and we enjoy people talking about our product like you yep, yep, yep. and we have been using psychographics marketing on our little tour of gaining this and you as an example is always get into our inventor category. I know, I know you put that in there. We get, I, we, it's an oversell to call me a, an inventor. No, it isn't an, uh, an oversell <laughs> because it's a realistic thing because we can categorize anybody after two or three meetings. Yeah. We present it to our, what we call a steering committee yeah. in our own company. So we know we are not wasting time and we cut and go on to the next thing. We have what we call a dirty dozen now. Yeah. We have a plan of action for that. And we stay on that all the time. We talk about it today. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We talk about our tribulations and our successes and our weaknesses, and we learn every day. It is so much fun to work with the CCT guys. Yeah. You know, it really is. It, because it really every is. day we're going to a new challenge and a new victory. And we work it out, and we work great as a team. How did you profile me after you left here? You said you can figure me out within two or you, three. Like, like, what were my negatives, though? I want to know what didn't you like. No, you, ha you don't have any negatives. <laughs> oh, I don't? No, you're, you're perfect. You want to talk to my job. wife? <laughs> no, that's why we wanted to use all the PR, the television, the radio, and yeah. everything else. You're a great commentator. Oh, and thanks. just like Boyers, as Thank an you. example, yeah. you both have similar personalities yeah. that is very outgoing very warm, very likable, yeah. and you've been, so you're great for this business, and Thanks. we want you to grow into a $100 million-plus club. Me too. And, and after this podcast, <laughs> we're going to sit down and show you how to do it. Okay. Okay? Oh, well, but, podcast mean, over. It is, it, it is so much fun. We've <laughs> yeah, had. Thanks for joining us, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. And <laughs> what we try to do is decrease our risk-taking, and we talk about our moves and pretty much. And so we've got a great team yes. of guys that are working with us right now. We have basically, you know, 12 people that we work with yeah. internally and you stuff do. like that. So it's really good. Yeah. yeah. And we I communicate a lot. And I think that's our big biggest asset right now is the communication between the group. We know where everybody is with every account we have, and we strategize for the next move. Yeah. So research, planning, and execution. And with that, I'm going to give this back to you. Okay. All right. Thank I you. That. that was see. Look. Look how good he is. My God. Professional over here, right? My God. Yeah. Like I feel. You know. You. You kind of like when you start talking to John. Like you know, you're talking to a sales guy. But by the end, you bought something. Like your soul. Like. And yeah. Like it worked. Sign me up. Yep, yeah. Hundred percent. Pretty much. I don't. It's kind of you to refer to me as an inventor. But I do want to tell you what. What I do. I will for a moment, if it's okay. I do want to pat my back. But I want to. Tell you, I don't think I'm an inventor. But what I do think is that. This business doesn't have a lot of innovation. Mm -hmm. Co-packing, there's not a ton of co-packers who just say like, uh, who who say like, hey, let's do something. New. They're all just like, they're all just like beat up, mm -hmm. and it's just been like, it's just been years and decades of just mm -hmm. like they've just been beat up. All they do all day is argue over pennies, and they don't think about how to make the world a better yep. place through food. Yeah. And I was just like, let me go in and just try to stay fresh mm -hmm. and, like, you know, uh, always, I'll always be the good cop. Like, I don't yeah. want to be – like, we were in the news recently for this Real Eats thing because – do you hear about Real Eats? Uh, yeah, through You know Norm. what I'm talking about? Yep. Real Eats was this local company that had a lot of promise, mm -hmm. went out of business, and they ended up stiffing a lot of people. And we were one of the companies that got stiffed. And, and you know, it was going to be in the news cycle that we had gotten stiffed. And I was like, I don't want to – I just – I only want to do fluffy press. 
Yep. So my partner, Tom, luckily, I was like, why don't you, every once in a while with our clients, too, I said, why don't you go ahead, bad cop. Oh, I'm going to have you meet with Tom. Yeah. We need a bad cop once yeah. in a while. You know, I, it's what it is. Anyway, I, that's what I found. Have you, uh, never mind, I don't want to put you on the spot. Don't I, it, I was going to ask you if you've also found that, talking to other manufacturers, but you need to go talk to other manufacturers, so I don't want to put you in a position <laughs> to talk shit, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No. Uh, no, They've all I been wonderful. Touch, you know, a little bit. You know, why we consider you an inventor or, or uh, an early adopter is because you saw the concept and it immediately clicked with you. Yeah, that's you true. saw the potential. You saw that there. You know, you just hit it on the head. Right now, it's all about cost cutting. Up for us to make money, I need to cut cost, cut cost, cut cost. Yeah. Well, what if there was a way in a, in a market segment? You know, if you look at the world's population of 8 billion people, there's 1 billion that have some sort of disability. That is a huge market segment that a brand or a product, by just catering a little bit to that market segment, could open up yes. that entire yes. market and, and increase sales. And, Brandon, and you know what's frustrating is you bring something different and better. Mm -hmm. and all anyone ever wants to do is talk about the yep. price. That's all they ever want to yep. do. What's the price? Is it more expensive? It's a little bit more expensive. It's a yep. little bit more expensive. Yep. Nope, then it's absolutely out of the question. Yep. No room for conversation because it's a little bit more expensive. But what if it's a million times better? Right. And it's only a few pennies more expensive, right. but it's a million times better. Right. And there are so many people who just shut down mm -hmm. because price. Oh, nope, more expensive, then it's absolutely out of the question. Right. You know, I swear to God, I freaking feel like you could be like, oh, this is 10 cents. It causes cancer, but it's 10 cents. And I've got one that's 12 cents. What do you think about the one that's 12 cents? And people be like, 10 cents all day. Yep. I'm not going to. You heard where I said it causes cancer, though? Yeah, but it's 10 cents. I can't mm -hmm. pay 12 cents for that. I swear to freaking. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get it, into it, this all kind the of, time. You know, it's kind of mind numbing when, you, you know, you kind of hear that same response or, you know, yeah. uh, kind of every day. It's like. Well, we, we hear that everyone, you know, wants to increase their sales. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm get, you know, whether you agree with it or not, at least do your due diligence maybe to investigate whether or not our lid will, and you know, uh, and where some people are like, nope, like you said, up, penny higher, I'm out. Yeah. It's like, well, wait a minute, we, you could s double your sales. Yeah. What, how's that penny treating you now? You know, I mean, so yeah. we just need to maybe take a step back sometimes. And again, you know, with, with everything that's going on, uh, in the world today with, you know, with a pandemic and the supply chains, you know, I know everyone's busy and things like that, but yeah, like you, you're handling the current times, but also keeping an eye in the future. You know what I mean? Am I? I'm well, you, well, what you did I saw come in? this. Yeah, what I came innovation. in. We still got the issues, by the way. So, what did we talk about right before the podcast? The apple cider vinegar right. price freaking doubled right. out of nowhere. Yep. Oh, son of a bitch. I thought that <laughs> was supposed something. to be over. Yeah, it's always freaking something. All right, boys. Um, so, I'm excited to finish the podcast and find out how to become a 100 millionaire. This is going to be great. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, we are tonight. Now, the podcast. It doesn't come on till Sunday. So by the time, so for me to say we're right. having a party, Iron Smoke tonight doesn't make any sense. But th I guess I'll thank you for the fact that we're about to go have a little party at Iron Smoke here. We're recording this on Wednesday, and this will come out on Sunday. But yep. we're recording this Wednesday, going out to Iron Smoke, and uh, we're gonna have a little bit of a party. And I'm really excited about that. We're gonna have some sauce. Uh, I gave a bunch of sauce to the the guy from. Um, 
Mamanopoly, yeah, right? Mamanopoly. I, I almost blanked on yeah. the name. Vic from Mamanopoly. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to go see, have those. Have you ever had his arancini? No. Oh, no, this will be our first time. Boys, so you're going to have excited. some arancini. I hope you're hungry for some arancini. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank Jim, you very thank you very much, much for doing this. Great to have you guys here. And uh, yeah, the Bach boys, the inventors. Thanks. It's all three of us inventors, I guess. I guess I'm an inventor. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Thanks, boys. Thanks.